With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Causeway Street fans. Guys, we are going to do a live broadcast for the draft. So you got to be there. Got to be in the building. Because if you're a true fan, you have to show up. And we have plenty of stuff to give away, including an autographed basketball from none other than Isaiah Thomas. Yes. So come on over We'll be broadcasting live from the Greatest Bar, which, if you don't know, is right outside the garden. Uh, Actually, the address is 262 French Street, Boston. If you want to put that in your GPS and on your phone, set the reminder right now, 6 to 8. Be there. It's a Thursday night, June 22nd. We'll be broadcasting live while the draft is going on. So, by the looks of things, there's going to be a lot of shit to talk about. Absolutely. We're talking about the Causeway Street live broadcast Draft party powered by CLNS Radio and, of course, the greatest bar. So you don't want to miss it. Get yourself signed up for an autographed Isaiah Thomas basketball. We'll be giving it away before the start of the draft. So you want to get there early. We start things off at 6 o'clock. If you get there even earlier, I think Sean Dugan might buy you a beer, too. You never know. Crazier things have happened. So <laughs> we'll see you down there we will at see the greatest you bar. There, greatest bar, Thursday, 22nd. Causeway Street Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. Joel Pavone. Mr. Sean Dutra. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You're listening to Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Hi, this is Tyler Zeller from the Boston Celtics. And y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. All you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Sound yeah, like talk about walks yourself. on the B. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all the Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy, Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean.
right, back with another edition of the Causeway Street Podcast. Usual suspects here, of course. You got Sean Dutra, Joel Pavone. I am Joseph Pavone. Zach Pelquin is back. Zach, I haven't seen you since, what, the first round of playoffs? So it's great to see you again back in here. We're going to discuss what happened in the last 24 hours with these Ooh, reports about the Celtics. A lot going on. Yeah, a lot going on. I'm sure Sean wants to get a lot off his chest because he's a huge Markel Fultz guy. If you haven't listened to the last, what, three, four episodes you've been going in about this guy? It's been, it's been a, it's a, a, a weird revelation, man. Yeah, the last 24 hours, I, I can was, imagine. Been, I was been locked and loaded. Like, we got it. We're going to do it. We're not going to fuck it up. <laughs> The fuck up. <laughs> so we'll let we'll let Shaw get his rant out Dude, later. Dave's about to fuck up the grilled cheese sandwich. Yes, it looks like it. Or he could be making it a deluxe that we were talking about last week. Let's not talk about grilled cheese, man. Either way, <laughs> <laughs> either way, there's a lot to break down and, and try to see what uh, Danny Ainge's vision here is with this report that the Celtics are on the verge of trading the number one pick. To the Philadelphia 76ers, we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about the uh, conclusion of the NBA Finals, of course, because the last time we were on here, there was it was still a series. I thought it was going to be stretched mm. to six games. Mm. I thought wrong, of course. The series ended in five. We'll talk about if LeBron James is actually going to leave Cleveland again. If he's going to make another The Decision and head to L.A., is that the new report now? Part three? I can't, <laughs> I can't even <laughs> grasp my head around that, but we'll get into that. But first things first, of course, this is a Celtics podcast, so we have to get right into this report that broke Friday afternoon. Uh, what was it, Mark? I think it's fake. Mark Stein, Zach Lowe. You think it's fake? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, man. That was a Woj bomb, man. Once, once Woj gets the cosign on it. Decoy, it was a decoy. Th- there's was? no fraud so, in that. Woj bombs are great, but Woj doesn't drop bombs about the Celtics, though, if you notice. This is his first one of the offseason. No, like, it won't be his last. Ne- the last. Woj bombs are never like Was it considered, Celtic, was it considered a Woj Celtics. bomb, though? He sort of just confirmed this? it. Because yeah. it was initially reported by Mark Stein and Zach yeah. Lowe. And those guys obviously are credible sources. I mean, these guys have been around the NBA for quite some time. I don't know. Especially when out. it comes to uh, read the report. I'll tell you why it's fake. Uh, NBA draft offseason. <laughs> is there a part of it that you're not buying? Is that what it is? All of it. All of it. All, of it. <laughs> All right. So Mark Stein tweeted out Friday afternoon that league sources told Zach Lowe and him that the 76ers and the Boston Celtics are in serious trade talks involving the number one overall pick. Now, the current parameters would be the Celtics would receive several picks, but no players. So we're talking about Philly's number three pick for this year. We're talking about potentially next year. It's not specific, but that's what everyone's alluding to. That's going to be Philadelphia's first round pick next year and possibly another one. So they're saying it could be three picks. Um, my guess is probably going to be, you know, maybe way down the road, 2020 or so. But either way, we're talking about a collection of picks and we know how Danny Ainge is when it comes to draft picks, man. It's like offering draft picks, future first round draft picks to Danny Ainge is like offering a six-year-old a bag of candy. You know, that's how much Ridiculous. Danny Ainge loves himself some draft picks. Or, especially or crackhead, some crack. Okay, that, that, that. you can use that one too. All right, yeah, that, that's a... <laughs> That's valid. It's Bob Ryan? <laughs> Bob Ryan over here. Oh, no. This, guys, guys, they weren't listening. Great teeth. They, people, <laughs> people weren't listening to us before the podcast. They have no idea what they're talking about. What you guys are talking okay, about. Okay, Bob Ryan has crackhead teeth. That's it. That's, That's it. it. That's all That's it means. So we got the Celtics Lakers documentary playing in the background. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that Bob That's Ryan what they're, That's why this is coming up right crack, now. but he looks like he could. All That's right, you know what? Saying. Or meth. We'll open things up for Zach Pelican. Zach, <laughs> when you first heard about this report, I want to hear your initial response. What are your thoughts? What what direction do you think Danny Ainge is trying to go in right now? He's trying to open up a longer window, create that flexibility, keep that flexibility for as long as he possibly can. And when I first heard it, I was like, you know, what, what the hell's going on here? I, right. I can't believe that you finally got that number one pick and now you're already talking about ditching it and moving on to something else. But 
if we've learned anything from Danny Ainge over the last 10 years, it's that he's going to keep all options open and he's going to look to possibly uh, create as, as much flexibility for as long as he possibly can. And I think with this deal, you're talking about three opportunities to be in that top five uh, pick range going into next year with the possible unprotected Lakers pick. And then the year after that, the talk is that they would go for the 2019 Kings pick, which we know they're going to be in right in that lottery for years and years because nobody over there knows how to build a team. So <laughs> you're, you're talking about possibly three consecutive years where they're going to have an opportunity to get into that top five and still be picking there and have picks that are really, really solid assets. So I think it's a pretty good deal. So is he right building there. for now? Is he building for the future? Like, or, or both? Like, which one is it? Because we don't know exactly who's going to be coming out next year. We don't know if the Celtics are going to be still, you know, in the mix when it comes to uh, trying to make it to the NBA Finals within the next couple of years. And we always talked about on this podcast this window that keeps getting shorter, the window of Isaiah Thomas, the window of Avery Bradley. I mean, I'm not saying these guys are, like, aging superstars, but let's face it. I mean, a guy like Isaiah Thomas at his size, what he's able to do, what he's the, the zone that he's in right now, realistically, what, a three-, four-year window? We're talking about him being an elite scorer. I might be stretching it too far by saying four years, but let's face it. I mean, for him just to, to average, what, 29, 28 points, we have to say to ourselves, it's probably going to be, what, two, three more years? You know, So you want to take advantage of that window. And if we're building for the future, and if that window closes for our, you know, Isaiah Thomas is all of a sudden not an elite scorer, and he's still on this max deal, where does that put the Celtics in terms of trying to uh, finally make it back to the NBA Finals since, what, 2010? No, I, I, I hate this. I, I hate it for, like, a, a bunch of different reasons. I mean, first off, the number one pick, you finally get it, and you're just going to trade it for a future chance at a number one pick? We'd never get the fucking number one pick. Draft it. Get the best player in a draft. It's not going to hurt you. Also, my my problem is is that and it's like it's like we're building for the future because ah you know we're scared of LeBron. Like we can't get by LeBron, mm. and the Warriors are too good. So you're just gonna like and scrap what you have and not go after anything. Like you're not gonna try. What if what if it's part of a bigger plan? So that's, that's my hope. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. He's trying to. I do. just think he's it's a- trying to give someone a Godfather offer. Whereas it's like, look, you have not only this year's what, let's say he, he grabs the number three pick. And he's thinking to himself, Danny's like, look, you got the number three pick from Philadelphia. You have potentially, I don't know if he's willing to do this. I'm just saying this just to, just to see what kind of package deal you could put together. You can say, or he can say, here's a number three pick for Philly. Here's the Brooklyn pick for next year, which we can fairly say is going to be a top three pick again, right? No, they, so, so, yes, if he's able to do that and then he gets Anthony Davis or something like that, like, but... but what type of player are you going to offer if you get if this trade goes through as I as I think th- it's proposed where you get Philly's number three pick this year, then you have Brooklyn's pick next year, and then either 2018 LA Lakers trip. unprotected pick or 2019 unprotected Sacramento pick or both or both. I think that you have to think that that's what Ainge is going just, for. He's just trying to get all three of those, but yeah. I just think you're putting yourself. You can't draft all those players, right? So you put yourself in a hole that now, okay, other teams will say, well, great, yeah, no. Like, you you, you sort of, you have too many. Now you, it loses value, right? Supply and demand, right? So, I mean, I don't know. Well, let's let's first, all right, first thing first, let's let let's explore this angle. Let's say he's trying to get a superstar. Let's say it's gotta that be guy a, is Jimmy Butler. No. Well, what? No. Okay, so you don't, you're not a big fan of him? Right. No, <laughs> because this, this is this, – no, 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 because this is what I look at it. This is what I look at it as. You could have Markel Fultz now, the number one player in the draft, 
or you can get Jimmy Butler. Get the fuck out of here with that. Well, I'm trying if to. You're, put, if you're doing uh, this, uh, uh, I'm, on, thinking of, I'm thinking of all stars that be may a, be available. And no, let, let's face it. I mean, what, things aren't working out in Chicago, what the, so what I wouldn't be surprised if Jimmy Butler's available again. But and it, let's not pretend like get, the Celtics aren't get, in love with Jimmy Butler. You can get Jimmy Butler without making this trade, though. But what about what can are, they? Yes, they couldn't do it last year. Remember, they, they, they wanted the they wanted Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder. Yes, they wanted. You can do it with with without giving up this. But what if they what if they get both? What if they get Markel Fultz still at number three? They won't get number three. They won't no, get him at number no, three. He'll be gone. He'll be gone. Yeah, he's not hanging yeah. out that long. No, you're you're giving up on Markel Fultz by doing this. Especially and I know Magic I, Magic's in love with him right now. And yeah. and I, I'm it's a report, but I believe I, it. Everybody is is down on Fultz, and they're saying, oh, you know, this is there's no clear cut best player in the draft. Yes, there is. His name is Markel Fultz. And you know what? If I hear another person say <laughs> he only won nine games, fuck you. It doesn't matter. This dude was fucking balling. Balling. He 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 can score. He can rebound. He can pass. He can defend. He's six four. He's a t- he's a big point guard. He can run the offense. He's a complete player. Just because Washington was awful as a team, I'm sorry. I don't care about your college record. Your college record means nothing to me. If you're if you're on Kentucky and you have three of the top five um, prospects coming in as freshmen and you guys win nine games then probably they're not that great. But if you're the only dude in Washington playing in a stack pack t- uh, Pac-12, I'm sorry, nine win- I don't care how many games you win. It's how you play. And he, if you, obviously I didn't stay up and watch fucking Washington basketball because they sucked, and well, I'm not really big into college basketball. But I did watch a couple games when I realized Markel Fultz is the best player, and he's a, he's a transcendent player. He's going to be, if he played, if Markel Fultz played for Kentucky, everybody, everybody would be saying, this is a can't-miss guy. It's because he was out in Washington. Nobody saw him, and they just look at the wins, and they say, oh, he couldn't do anything out there. Didn't even make the tournament, so he probably sucks. All right, well, who's another superstar that could be available then, if you're, if you're throwing Jimmy Butler out the window? I would you, – no, if you're – so if, if you're giving up on the number one pick, which I still think is stupid, you need to get a top 10 player in the NBA. Who's that guy, though? That's the thing. Like Anthony Davis? Are, Anthony Davis, Davis isn't available, man. I bet, no, but you have to get – no, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Pelicans if you're going to give up – are trying to, to – Make this thing work between him and Cousins. But and what if not, the only thing that budge. makes sense? The only thing that makes sense is if you do, we get Anthony Davis and you get the Lakers pick, the Sixers pick, and Brooklyn's pick. I mean, potentially three high unprotected first round draft picks. That's the kind of deal you would make for a huge player. You do not do that deal for Jimmy Butler, who's this player undoubtedly has to put you over the edge. Uh, or put you over that. He has to be able to be that transcendent player is going to push you past because, like you said, there's not a lot of players that come around like that. So, if you have the chance to get a number one pick in a draft class that has the ability to be that player, or there's a chance he could be that player, I'm sorry, you need to at least get a, a guaranteed game changer, transcendent franchise player. If you're going to give up the number one pick, you can't take this. You can't take this lightly. All right, Zach wants to speak. He's politely raising his hand right now. I don't want to hear what Zach has to say. I don't want to hear what Zach has to say. I have a feeling. I think he wants to politely uh, <laughs> rebuttal <laughs> rebuttal your statement. Yeah, excuse me. Uh, what if uh, I Zach Pelican calls with you, bud? But what if I told you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, dun, dun. just a scenario. Okay. They make this trade. They get ding, the three. Ding, <laughs> they they get the three pick in the swap. Ding. They get this Lakers pick. They get the Kings pick. Now they've got the Brooklyn pick, the Lakers pick, the Kings pick, 
2018, I think they also have the Clippers pick, mm-hmm. and then they're also going to have Memphis's Memphis pick. They and, have two and, Memphis picks, right? Which the they're protected, and they've got a little bit going on there. But mm-hmm. you've got now you're talking about five picks that could potentially be in the lottery over the next two to three drafts. See, Sean doesn't want to hear that. No, he no, hates no, the future. Look, but go, go on, go on. Actually, let me, no, let go let me pipe this he's, out. He's, he's convincing me of something that I think is probably just in my brain, but go let, ahead. Let me, let me, yeah, let me, let me flush this out here. So <laughs> let's say they keep the number three this year, and then they go to Chicago. They say, okay, well, we want Butler. We're going to give you three of those picks over the next two or three years. And then they go to Indiana, and they say, well, we'll give you the remaining two or three picks. And they go get Paul George and Jimmy Butler, and they make a selection this year. And on top of all of that, they somehow find a way to match the numbers to be able to go make a signing of some sort. Now you're talking bringing in three players, or at least two, maybe three. You can simplify it. You give New Orleans all of your friggin' draft picks for Boogie Cousins and Anthony Davis. I'll take that all day. There I am. Now I've just convinced myself. Boogie Cousins and AJ. I I can convince myself if we include Boogie Cousins in this deal. Okay, but that's not going to happen, so let's just throw that out the window. Now why is that? (laughs) No. Back to what, what, what Zach was saying, but all right. Since Zach, you I mean, faults. you put you together. You take faults. You take faults. You, uh, you take faults. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. So you, you put together Stupid. that piece. You broke down the, the, yeah. the numbers behind it and everything. Is that possible financially? Because uh, you have to give up a lot of guys. Right? You'd have to at least give up, you know, what? The answer is no. The bench. It's no, not possible. If you're going to take Paul George's contract, Jimmy Butler's contract, and then try to sign Gordon Haywood. Yeah, to sign Gordon Hayward would be tough. And then you got well, three no, wing you players. Pa- what the fuck if are you need? If, if the Celtics are going to get Paul George and Jimmy Butler or Blake Griffin, needs, whatever, right? Yeah, who yeah, exactly. Needs, exactly. Uh, Gordon Hayward. Well, you just draft faults. You draft faults, man. It just makes sense. It You're, makes sense. I think what the, what makes the most sense if somehow Danny Ainge can acquire one of those guys. Let's say he does, and then that free agent is thinking to himself, like, man, this is a no brainer. I can go to. Boston, I can challenge LeBron, I can get myself back to the finals. I'm not a big fan of this, but it looks like the Celtics, I don't know, maybe it's just all reports, maybe there's no actual, you know, there's nothing to it, but it looks like they really like Blake Griffin. But And maybe they're thinking about, okay, if we can add somebody to the wing or add someone in the backcourt that's going to make this a no-brainer for Blake Griffin to come in, come to Boston, be someone that's in the front court to help Al Horford, then that's it. That's our team. This is our best. This is us taking our best shot at Cleveland. Yeah, but here, here's the thing, dude. You make yourself, by making that, if you'd make those trades, right? Sure. Paul George is a free agent. Who could resign here? Could. Just like Markel Fultz could so be the best player so in NBA risk. history. It's a risk. Oh, come on. Could. Sean, stop it. Markel Fultz. May, you really like this guy. There's a good the chance Celtics, that Markel Fultz last year wouldn't even be picked number one overall. The Celtics aren't like the Blazers here, right? <laughs> when it comes to Markel Fultz. You know I'm, just, I'm, 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 I'm just saying could, right? We're dealing in possible. Obviously, I don't think he's going to be the best player of all time. Okay. But all I'm right. saying it could, right? So you're putting you're – putting, there's a there's a better chance that Markel Fultz will be a uh, long-term superstar in this league as the number one pick than Paul George re-signing with the Celtics because he's already said he's going to the Lakers. Yeah, but will and he? Then, but then listen. I mean, think about it. No, here, here, here's I, my, my opinion, point, though. Every four to five years, there's listen always on. a bona fide superstar that we all know that's going to be no question be, be, you know, be a superstar in this league, whether we're talking about Anthony Davis, whether we're talking about 10 years ago, it was Kevin Durant. You know, Every four or five years, there's one of those guys. But here's my point. I, I don't know if Marco Fultz is that guy. I, I do think he'll be a great player, but is he going to be a bona fide superstar right off the bat? Yeah. Who, who is Marco Fultz at his absolute highest potential? Derrick Rose. And when no, Derrick Rose he, before he, knee injuries. He's not that athletic. Yes. Ha- no, no, no. I don't know what tape you're watching, but he is not that type of athlete. You know who he is? He's Eric Gordon 
without the injuries. Get the just because he looks like Eric Gordon doesn't mean he plays like <laughs> Eric Gordon, bro. He absolutely does. He's a shoot. He's a perimeter shooter. No, with, he's he can uh, get to the he can re. He can get to the rim. So is he was he is he Kyrie? No, Kyrie's number one selection. I think I think he's he's probably a mix between like a a John Wall, a better shooting John Wall. Like, which I think... Better shooting, really? Yes. Is he as good a passer as John Wall? Yes. Mm. Yes, I think he's going to be... He's going to be... Well, but that's why you're he's so going to be. He's going to be a starting point guard on a team that he, he will lead and be a super... He's going to be a superstar in the NBA. He will be. And you know what? If it happens in Boston, I'll be a happy guy. But if it doesn't, and then, you know, we don't turn these picks, and then you don't get the number one pick over the next few couple of years, or you can't trade it, then it's just going to come back and look like an awful move. That's why I think the risk, it's too big of a risk. To say, a number one selection, we're going to trade to maybe, um, worst case scenario, get in the lottery again the next couple of years, right? Mm -hmm. That's the worst case scenario. If you can't trade them, you're in the lottery again. So you're just putting it back up to chance again. I just don't get it. Is there there anybody else other than Fultz that you wouldn't mind the Celtics drafting? Tatum. Nah. No? Nobody else? It's stupid because like when you compare them to Fultz, like you had the chance to get Markel Fultz as number one pick, so now everyone else is like, okay, yeah, Why? maybe they're not a bad player, but you could have had the best player, right? It's just it's like, oh, you want um, LeBron James or Andre Iguodala, right? It's like that, that's sort of what you're dealing with here. <laughs> Michael Jordan or Sam Bowie? Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. I already got Drexler, so why do I already Michael Jordan? For? It just it just doesn't make any sense. And plus, if you do this and you do trade those picks, right? Then you let's say you go to that scenario where you get Jimmy Butler and Paul George. Sure, you're now not as an attractive free agent destination like to build towards the future because you have like the reason why they're attractive free agent destination right now is they're built for the long term. If you then trade it all for a guy who could leave and go to L.A. Right, then you you put yourself in a hole where you're just this is what we got now. Now you got Jimmy Butler, Al Horford, a 34 year old Al Horford. At that point, yeah, but Sean, I, I think Danny's just going Isaiah for it. Thomas. Danny is going for it right now. If, Danny knows that that window I, I mentioned earlier. They, he knows that it can't be. It can't. And if you get to the Eastern Conference Finals, he's not looking to go backwards. He's, he's looking either to get back to the Eastern Conference sure. Finals or go even further, which I think you can do by drafting Fultz and signing a free agent. That's that's the most logical route. You get the best player in the draft. You get the best player in free agency. Who's the best player in free agency? I don't know. Gordon Haywood probably. Yeah, I know. Me too. Gordy. That's how I feel about it, too. The, the, the exact same way Sean just said it. That's how I feel. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, only because I mean, you it, know Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry, they're going to re-sign with the Warriors. Right. 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 You know Chris Paul's either going to return to the Clippers or probably go to San Antonio. And right? if yeah. we draft folks, you don't need Chris Paul <laughs> yeah. because we already got Isaiah. You go, I don't know. It just that, that plan just makes sense to me where the other plan is like now you're introducing more risk. You're introducing pushing out the window. (laughs) You keep pushing it. And this is my big thing is I'm sick of next year. Oh, next year. Wait till next year. Wait. We got the number one pick. We're going to trade it. More picks next year. Any year after that. It's like just fucking make it good now. Just make the team good now. That's all I want. Yeah, but but that's why the draft is so, I don't know, not risky, but it's just like it's just you never know what the draft these days. It's not like you don't know what the draft. It's like what Sway said. Is Marco Fultz really that franchise like changing player? Like that remains to be seen. You can't say yes. You can't say that. Yes. Well, you can, but right. But I mean, when, if this is I just not... feel like Sean. Sean, that, if that was the case, Danny would just do it. Yeah, straight it, up. that's the thing. You wouldn't hear reports of like, oh, should I trade this and right. try to try to go another route? Like, Danny it should now be a foregone conclusion that. 
Marco Fultz is coming to Boston, and that's it. No, I think Danny. Danny I think Danny, truthfully, right now, and you know what? Maybe I would suck as a GM, and maybe me and Danny are just exact opposites because I always disagree with what he does. But <laughs> false. I think he's overthinking it. I think he's overcomplicating the situation. Maybe just I think, take, he's, I, I think he's trying player. to get that solidified star right now, and I think that he knows that this pick doesn't hold that much weight. Let's say what? Okay, a few years ago, Andrew Wiggins. I mean. Andrew Wiggins had more hype or more yeah. held more weight True. to make a trade for Kevin Love, at, which at that time, Kevin Love was what? A 24.10 rebound. Top five, top 10 player in the top league. Top 10 player in the league, yeah. exactly. And you can't do that with Markel Fultz. You're not flipping Markel Fultz for a top 10 player in the league. That's my point. Yes, but you have the Brooklyn pick next year. So if you really wanted a number one, I, I don't know. I don't know. You still you don't need this because if they just had the Celtics pick next year and they didn't have a guaranteed top five pick of the draft in Brooklyn, then I would get, okay, maybe they don't like Foles. Maybe they want to get in the lottery for the next few years. Mm-hmm. They got enough fucking picks. But, it, but We it, don't need more picks. Are they lining up for the move, though? That's what I think it comes down to. Is it, if, if, if you're looking at Ainge and he says that he thinks he can make two moves by accumulating a couple more picks, are you willing to do that? That's the thing. Because I mean, you're a Fultz guy. That's what it comes down to. Is you're a Fultz guy, and yeah. you believe in him, and yes. that's, and that's fair. You can't. I can't really argue against that. Right, yeah, exactly. So I'm not player. saying like, I'm not saying he's a bad player. But, I'm just saying, you know, how much weight does he hold when it comes to trying to make a trade? But <laughs> how much weight does he hold when it comes to trying to trade for a superstar straight up? And I feel like Danny's trying to go another route where he's trying to collect a number of picks or multiple for that multiple picks for that, I, for that for that big. Big I think player. it's multiple players because I think at this point Danny Ainge sees he just watched the NBA Finals. We all just watch it. Mm. You're not going to get one guy who's going to change the game. Mm. You got LeBron James on on the Cavaliers. You got Kyrie Irving on the Cavaliers. That's a very good team. You need four stars now. And you got he blown out four games in that Eastern Conference Finals. Blown out. He knows he has to go get more players. And I think you know, for as good as Markel Fultz is, if if he makes this deal, and then let, let's let's also say that that this could just be conversational. Mm. You know, there's nothing that's in decoy. Stone right I now. think it's a decoy. I mean, as as we're talking, we'll have a bullshit yeah, that do, says that it happened. I do but. think yeah. it is. I do think it is a lot of bullshit. Well, there's a report saying that uh, supposedly Markel Fultz supposed to meet with Philadelphia 76ers this weekend. So. Sure, which is the thing that people do when they get yeah, drafted, exactly. but then they have a top three draft pick. Yeah, right. I just, so it could have been. I just think. Yeah. I just think. Except for Lonzo Ball. Yeah. This is this is my this is my thing. It's like. <laughs> The the seventy sixers you always hear rumors involving the seventy sixers because I think they are I'm gonna tell you everything. Yeah. Type of franchise. Loose lip. We always hear rumors about the Celtics. None of them ever fucking come to pass. Mm-hmm. Because Danny doesn't fucking say shit to anybody. So I, I truthfully think I, I truthfully think they probably had a conversation about this and then the seventy sixers were like, Mark, listen to this. This yeah, conversation Danny, I just had, and he's like, "Well, can I write about this?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." But Danny, but Danny never does what everybody expects him to do. <laughs> Why do we say that on every show? <laughs> Not gonna do. But no, yes, exactly. He doesn't do what we expect yeah. him to do. It's the only thing he we expected him to do. I think he hates that when everyone's like, "Oh, no, Danny's gonna do this." Was Danny's to like, sign Al Horford. That's Danny, the only thing he did. Danny's like, "Well, who who said I'm gonna do that?" Right. That's what. That's yeah, how Danny he, works. Well, at this point, he nearly got Fultz. Kevin Durant. Let's face it. I think. I think it was close. He almost did. Uh, almost did. Kelly Olynyk almost got us Kevin, Kevin Durant. Actually, he may have been the reason. No, why that he didn't I'll never forget that <laughs> no, day. I was on the golf course and I see Tom Brady fucking going to the meeting with Kevin Durant. Sean was pumped when he was on the when the Suns were on the list of teams that he was going to visit. Yeah. Sean was like, "Got him." Here we go. Here we go. He's he is interested. All it takes for him to be interested. And then so so you know, try to think about it from Sean's 
point of view. So he's already pumped about that. Mm. I can imagine when you saw that Tom Brady picture. I was losing it, dude. It's done. Losing it. Done deal. But that problems with, all problems would have been solved. You got him. You got Al Horford. No, we would have we would have won the championship this year. I think we could have gotten past LeBron. Well, I think we could have. Yeah, that team gets past LeBron, but do they get past the Warriors without Kevin Durant? Yes. Yeah, I think so. If Kevin Durant plays, Kevin Durant plays like he did on the Warriors against the Warriors. Yeah, oh, we yeah, would have won. won you know? Well, we put it that way, but I don't know. It's fucking. It's <laughs> fucking this alternate is, universe we're, we're playing. What we love <laughs> to do on the Causeway Street yeah. podcast: play the What If game. Who wins the MVP? I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Isaiah, let's switch gears. <laughs> Isaiah gets it. <laughs> Isaiah's putting up fifty. Him and Curry go at it. Yeah, imagine. they start pushing. That would have been a great oh, finals. That would have hey, been a great finals. It could still happen. Cel- it can still happen. Isaiah Thomas and the Celtics in the finals. But who is along this is side? The plan. The, who who is on the ride with Isaiah Thomas? Because this team is not going to be good enough to to reach. Here's the plan: the trade this year's pick and next year's pick <laughs> for Boogie Cousins. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Was it 2013 again? Jeez. Oh, man. Well, I just it'll be interesting to see what the hell happens out of this. But I I I just think I just think we're overcomplicating the whole situation. But I don't know what else. What else we got to talk about today? So I don't punch my friggin' fist through the table. You really love Markel Paul. All right, let's get into the NBA Finals. Uh, of course, it's, it's sort of old news at this point, but um, you know, oh, when's that? Golden State. You know, they had a little parade and and and, and whatnot. Draymond Green had that interesting T-shirt. What do you guys think about that? I thought it was stupid as fuck. I think it's dumb. Well, not dumb, no, but I, just, I, I, I hate the. Fa- I kind of hate the. I kind of wish they he wasn't best friends or whatever, or so friendly with LeBron James. It would have been ten times better if he was just like giving it to LeBron. Yeah. But it's almost as if like they're they're like they're just like messing with each other. And it's I just did, like it, it, it takes the fun no, out. No, I think I, I think I it was fucked up it. that they that, that he, <laughs> you didn't get it. I didn't get it. What was it? What was it? What was it? Oh, was, all, right, all right. First of all, it was the. There was a quick series. Quickie. No, no, yeah. yeah, it was a quickie, but they used a cue from the, the, from the Quicken's Loan. Yeah, I got I Quicken's Loans Arena. I, <laughs> he's like, I, what, I know that what, part. What's <laughs> quickie have to do with anything? Well, they, yeah. you know, I think he's inferring that he um, that they have uh, had sex a, very a man, quickly with a woman. A man, a man to man relationship yeah. going on there. Maybe he's something? like, hey, I got a quickie after the game. Sit, me and the bronze. Right, that's, that's, like, that's, that's like when David West and uh, Trisha Thompson. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, there we go. That would I'm be not, a quick. You got that's me. a quick. That right would there. be a quick. When they, when they, uh, they got, touch each other's lips. They got, they got pretty friendly with each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That was awesome. No, but no, I think um, going back to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, easy over there, honey. <laughs> <laughs> going back to what Sway said uh, about Draymond and uh, LeBron being friends. Why would you admit to that? Yeah. It's like it's like yeah. we, we just saw the thirty for thirty with between the Lakers and, and and the Celtics. I mean, they fucking hated each other. But Magic never said outside the game, "We're great friends." Right? They never said that. Right. To, they never admitted that until after they retired. They're like, "Yeah, right. we fucking we love each other." Yeah. <laughs> like you know how much I mean? how much better would that LeBron post would have been when he he actually made that joke about the quicker things? Oh, you know. He made the, the the sexual reference. How much how much better would it have been if he was just like taking a shot at Draymond and they really didn't like each other? Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? like, that's the way it's, that's the way it used to be. Like you said, like the thirty for thirty. Like uh, you know, Paul Pierce has been talking about every single time, pretty much since he you know been on ABC, how the game is just so different now. How everyone is friends and, and and man, th- these guys just beat you almost almost swept the Cavaliers almost yeah. swept you out of the like, finals, and you guys are like playfully like yeah. going back and it's forth like on MJ, social media. It's Come like on. MJ and uh, and Oakley back in the day. 
Yeah, Pat, Pat, Riley, Pat Riley was like, oh, he gets he gets them all drunk the night before the games, and then MJ comes into the garden and shits on us. Yeah, because <laughs> MJ, MJ could play hungover. That's why, <laughs> exactly. and they couldn't. Yeah. And they couldn't. Anyways, though, all right, so LeBron James, of course, uh, you know, it's back to the drawing board for him and the Cavaliers. You have uh, Kevin Love, who I'm predicting is not going to be a Cavalier, at, at least, I don't know, yeah. midway wait, through the wait, season. Wait, because what's, what's, what, where's he going? What are they doing? With they the have to Love? trade him. They have to fix that team. They have to fix the cap. They, so have, you, they have a lot of work. How do. do they how do they trade Kevin Love and get better? I don't get that theory. What do you I, mean? I, got, get, I got one for you. Paul George? You're going to trade Kevin Love for Paul George? Too mainstream. Too mainstream. <laughs> Try this one out. Can you move Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson and maybe Shumpert or J.R. Smith? Go no. Get, go get no. Porzingis and Carmelo Anthony? No. They want to do that? What if I told you, know, you, you that you, that would make them worse? Yeah. That would make them <laughs> no. worse. No. Zinger and well, Melo? First of all, first of all, that would, first of all, that wouldn't make them worse. Second of all... You are not flipping that Tristan Thompson deal. You shot yourself in the foot by signing him to that deal. Yeah, and no one's so going to acquire a Tristan Thompson who just so, – he's so limited offensively that in today's NBA, he's just uh, – and, and he's dating a Kardashian. You can't yeah, – you you can't, can't, no can't, one wants to deal with that take shit. That. <laughs> <laughs> that too, no. But no, in all seriousness, like he's so offensively limited that he's just, he's just not worth it at this point. You know, you, yeah, you would rather would... go for a younger guy who you can – you know, trade for that's that has like a six million, seven million dollar deal on his hand. Whereas Tristan Thompson, you're stuck paying this guy for what seventeen million. I mean, it's actually not a keep, bad deal in today's up. NBA, though. Keeps going it's up. Not though. a bad deal in today's for NBA. Tristan Thompson. Yeah, but you make you, the so cap, if he was a free agent well, right now, what, what, he, he grabs make, ten boards and scores what? If he was six? A, nope. If he was a free agent, he'd make twenty. He'd make twenty easy. Uh, last year he would have. Well, last year he made seventeen. Uh, yeah. What's the difference? I don't think you would. The, the, no, they didn't. Well, si- think, they signed him the because the cap. Growth. They didn't sign him last year. It was the year before, wasn't it? It was before the cap went up. I thought it was the end of last year. No, it was before it was, the cap was, went up. No, it was the year that they lost. That's when they well, were, okay, well, yeah. They yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. So last year, he and they like, took him off the website last year because he, they couldn't if, come if, to a deal. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. if he he's making actually that deal, I don't think it's that bad, especially when contracts it's keep 80, going up. It's like eighty mil. That's not bad, man. I'd rather have Evan Turner. That's not bad. <laughs> I would take Evan Turner Evan Turner, Turner million. Evan Turner That's what I'm saying. He makes the same. Mil, dude. Well, he makes the same. I would. I think I'd rather have Evan Turner. What? It's going to even out over the next two Are years. Are you guys... You guys no, but not see. for this team. Just in general. Like, overall... I think Tristan Thompson is going to give you more more no, production. Did you no, see Evan Turner play? The help he didn't play very well this year, man. Yeah, well, Portland, Portland didn't play very well at all. Well, they overall, were, they made the right. playoffs. Anyways, <laughs> getting into Tristan Thompson's contract. It's not what I. That wasn't my plan. My but, point is, how are they going to? How are they going to do it? I, I don't. I don't see that as a. Yeah, as a yeah, going, yeah. Going back to going back to his, the, the, uh, to, the uh, next, Zach's, to Zach's proposal. The next proposal that, that makes Cleveland worse because you take away rebounding. Yes. Zinger no, or, wait, no, or Melo don't rebound. No, Zinger can rebound. No, I think better than Tristan. Here's, 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 here's my thing. Here's my thing. Is that <laughs> rebound? If you get it, if you get it. All right, let me I, ask. I, let no, me no, let I'm me pick, ask you guys this then: Who rebounds for the Warriors? That who needs a rebound in today's NBA? Hell yeah! You, you need a rebounder if it, you need a rebounder. Draymond oh, so, Green so he, rebounds for the Warriors, but he he but eats up rebounds. He's six eight. But Bron, he eats up Bron rebounds. Can pull down rebounds. For, okay, all right, that's a fair point. Yeah, no, but but that's Kevin not his Durant, job. Was, that's not double, his job. Okay, well, rebound. you're not gonna be able to flip Tristan Thompson, so you keep that's your rebounder. That's all. That's all you really need in today's NBA. You need no, one you, guy if to you grab lose, eight rebounds. A night. If you lose Kevin Love, I don't think that's a huge blow to the team. But if you could package him with a couple of the pieces that are role players on the team, like. And love to rebound for Christoph Porzingis and Carmelo Anthony. Like love was a double digit rebounder as well. 
I just don't know. I just think love, love Poor sucks. Poor thing is for Kevin Love. You're, love. you're telling me that that you're not getting better by doing that. I think Love is still a, Love is still a good player in the NBA, but he sucks on the Cavs. He just doesn't fit that system. Yeah, yeah but he's he putting right. up a good case for himself in this past playoffs. You know, right now would be <laughs> against except, Boston. Except for the right. <laughs> well, yeah, except for the finals. Yeah, yeah, but but right now would be the best time in the finals. Right now would be the best time to to deal him. Just, oh, he was awful in Game Five. Huh? He was, yo, like, he was I, like he I wasn't just, even there. I was, I'm disappointed with these finals, not because it didn't come out the way I predicted, but I, I like, think I think that's why you're disappointed. No, no, but I'm just, saying, you're over, no, I'm just saying. But overall, we we said that we was gonna be like one of the greatest finals. Was it the really one of the greatest finals? One of the worst, I in, in my opinion. Agreed. You you had you had three, four, almost four yeah, blowout games. Made you realize that the NBA has a big problem. It does. Yes, it sir. does. You're right. That's yes, that's that's probably another reason why. Like, even well, though even though it's one of the, the most watched since you know since you know Jordan's Bulls in the late '90s. But, but those, those even almost, almost those. But that's what the NBA games. cares about, though, right? Yeah. Six games as long as they're getting their ratings. I those mean. are six games, but those are hard fought games that were exactly. like in the eighties and nineties, not one hundred thirty, one hundred forty points a game. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I but don't, the ratings like is what it. the NBA really cares about. And uh, let me. No, ask, you're right. You're right. It's a business at the end of the day. But I'm starting to realize, or I'm starting to think to myself, within product. the next like seven or eight years. Team's gonna have to close up shop. I mean, there's so many no. teams that just have no chance Yo, but of even getting that far. No, I'm, I'm serious, man. Like, go it's, gonna go 30, back to it. it's like 30 teams. It's just too much. It's, it's gonna be so bad. Let's go back to the Russell days. Of yeah, like 10 it's, teams. it's gonna be like eight teams. Like, oh. like, like, put it this way: the next generation of, of superstars, they're gonna start teaming up. Also, Yo, that's, that's the problem. And, that's, and then that's what other I'm teams saying. are gonna be. That's the question. So what? Are gonna be out of it. What so you're gonna they, do the MLS style and just like the top eight teams go to the playoffs? No, I'm, I'm just saying, regardless of conference. No, they're not gonna close shop. But I mean. I'm saying <laughs> I'm, this I'm is calling the, it right now. This is the problem with the NBA. Is By this, 2027, teams will be closing up shop. The Adam Adam Silver. <laughs> Remember this. If it keeps up this way, maybe because it's gonna keep Adam up Silver way. has to do it? something yeah, the about ratings, about the, the Warriors situation. No, they have to no, do something. No, no because no. the war, no. Listen, listen. Everybody's gonna catch up to him. You can't no, start vetoing trades and, and, and trying to stop. Stop it's Stupid. No one's gonna be able to catch up. They want to do to the Warriors. If the Warriors wanted to keep this core intact, and they all agree we're going to do it. You're not going to touch them. And guess what? The the ratings are great this year because everyone wanted to see the first time. If they do the same thing next year, yep. and then the following year, yep. no one's going to watch that shit. So yep. you can't have that. You can't have that. You that's can't. Why, that's why the Celtics want to get good now. That's 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 the whole preface of but, the, our earlier conversation. That right. Danny's like, yo, why are we waiting? Like you said before, we got on the air. Why why are teams waiting? Oh, LeBron's going to eventually you know fall off a fall you, off a cliff. Or whatever. So it's like it's getting it's get like better now. By then, now. Isaiah's going to be 33. Yeah, right. get better now. Got All right. It. Is LeBron going to leave Cleveland? That's the big question. I doubt it. Yes. That, no. Maybe. <laughs> Does he do it next summer? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> where, where would he go? Um, let's, let's just say he'd go to Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> no, I don't save one of those teams is going to close up shop. Truthfully, truthfully, I you can't predict anything with LeBron, dude. He's a fucking psychopath, man. He'll fucking do whatever the fuck he wants to do anytime. Psychopath. He is. He's a fucking he's a fucking Well, he's bald now. Yeah. Finally. He's a bald. He's a prematurely Wait, balding. He cut his hair. Asshole. He shaved his head. No, but he no, just he, does he he came, he came on home. Show me a picture right now. Here's I my, sent it to you guys. Yeah, it sent it to the group text. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, today. Checking my checking my <laughs> yeah. phone right now. Oh, but but LeBron though, I think like you I can't predict this. where the hell he's gonna go because is he content 
Like, is he sick of just keep going to the finals? He doesn't give a shit. He's like, he's just whatever. He's already said he has nothing to prove. So they, not so, only that, but it's just basketball, right? Does he? Oh, yeah, it's well, just basketball. <laughs> when they lose, it's, just, it's basketball. just basketball. At the end of the day, you know, it's, it's just, just basketball. basketball. He said he has nothing to. No, no, no. He has no. nothing to, you he's, know, he's, to, he's, to hold his head down because see, he he did he did all he could. He's getting Nick Wright number, in his hype team. So reason I mean, number just, one. Thousand, he's never been a part of a super team. Reason ever. number one thousand why I hate LeBron James. It's only basketball when he loses, but when he wins. This is life and death, man. It's yeah, out there. We're right. fighting every. I'm I gave this my all. Like yeah. remember, remember after the uh, the last championship, I gave I'm it chasing, my all. I'm chasing that number twenty three ghost. Yeah, I live for this. Right, douchebag. Well, no, just just but that then, interview then, after he then, won, he's like, oh, I, I gave it my all. You know, I do this every day. This means everything to me. And then when like, he loses, oh, it's just basketball. He's like, I'm not then, the GM of this team. I didn't give fucking Trish and Thompson eighty two mil. Then he loses. Yes, he is the GM <laughs> of the team. He fucking he deep calls. He's like, I didn't, I didn't give J.R. Smith sixty mil. No, no, I didn't do that. Don't act like everything doesn't You vouch for that. Everything has to run. Th- it goes usually goes up the chain, like you know, GM, owner, and it stops. That's why there. he left. That's why he left and Miami. And then owner has to go to LeBron and be like, LeBron, is this okay? Yeah, no, that's why he left Miami because Pat was like, I'm not gonna cave into your demands. Right, go kick rocks somewhere else. And he's like, all right, I guess I'll go back to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, they, so, listen, they listen to what everything I say. But what about anyways. what about the, uh, the the LA talk? Like, is this actually is that a real possibility? Is Magic Johnson gonna really convince him to come? Of course. I don't see. I don't see how he would go to LA. Yeah, LA doesn't have anything for him, him out there. No. B- bunch of young players sitting there for him to just show up and They're be the not star. Good young team. players. Nope. All right. Well, you know what? We've talked way too much about LeBron James. Yeah. Good point. All right. Well, we really haven't. But no, I just don't want to talk about him, man. He lost. Well, he lost. He's we a be loser. Well, is he going to go to LA or what? No. All right. You know who will? I think he will. You know who will oh, go? To you know, no. You know what else I want to say about about Cleveland? Kyrie was playing injured again. How long? Before like Kyrie starts to break down some more, is he like the next like Derrick Rose? Oh, well, he's of, like eighty like, something years old. He's got like it? he's got like bad he's got like bad knees. No, Kyrie, Kyrie, I think will be the best slash in the game has bad knees. Uncle That's Drew, I'm saying it. Uncle Drew, <laughs> Uncle Drew, Uncle Drew. Game, Uncle Drew is going to actually become Uncle Drew. So I guess Joe, I guess, just in case you didn't know, the game is all about buckets. So. so then that, that's what you're talking about then. The main this question game is. always has and always will be about buckets. Yo, shout out to Bill Russell getting in that little, yeah, yeah. little spot in that commercial. That was awesome. Which is kind of weird coming from him because, I, I mean, did yeah. he just rebound? That was like yeah, it. Yeah, he averaged like <laughs> 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 more shots. I think he averaged more blocks than points in his career. What, what was the stat that they had in the 30 for 30? He had a 30 and 40 game? Yeah. That's, yes. that's, that's not too bad. And then you heard, you heard the commentator. He goes, like literally Bill Russell every had shot. 30 points and 40 rebounds. You heard it right. 40 <laughs> rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's that was, that was dying. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it right. 40 rebounds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the big there question There were games is, where the Southern didn't even grab 40 rebounds as a team. <laughs> Yo, that was like every game this year. They yeah. barely cracked 40 rebounds. I think that was the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Wilt, though? Wilt? Wilt? Out of 50 points for a season? Yeah. That's all right. Damn. You know. <laughs> I think it's more about the women with Wilt, though. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. more impressive. I don't know how, much, how many women he averaged on a daily, on oh, a he, nightly basis. Oh, he scored. Yeah. All right, let's, <laughs> let's close scored. out the LeBron conversation on this. If Le, Oh, sorry. Hold on. I want to say one thing. All right. The question about <laughs> LeBron is that... He will leave Cleveland if he does look at it, like Joel just said. And he said, this team isn't what I thought it would be. Well, they're not. They're not. They're not, they're not, we're they're not, not Kevin there. to my demands. They're, 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 no, anymore. like they, they, he just sees Kevin Love and he's like, I don't think I can get more out of him. And he sees Kyrie Irving. He says. He reaches ceiling. Yeah. Like we've like, I just, I just don't know. And I don't think they can add more pieces. They've already really gone all in on this yeah. actual. So Money-wise, yeah. LeBron, LeBron, the asshole that he is. We'll make all of this happen, right? 
the make guy, him spend the, the all guy the money. Great super teams, he says. Make it, make us spend all this money, and then when it's not working, <laughs> he start it. He's one of those dudes that's just like, I'm taking my ball. I'm going I'm out. home. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go play. I'll go play over here. I'll make a fresh start out in L.A. and I'll make them do everything I want out there now. Yeah, but right? see, I hate the narrative that like, oh, he doesn't owe them anything. He he got them their title. He he fulfilled his promise. I'm like. Yeah, but it's still a douchey move. Like yeah. to just bounce on your city again. There's no other player. There's you just no said player. douchey move and LeBron the same sense. I mean, yeah, come yeah. on. But there's no. There's, but there's no. You, other... you open up a dictionary right now. Oh, LeBron James douchey. Yeah, that's with that. the ball head. Yeah, with the ball head. <laughs> I live for this. Shut the fuck up. There's no other player in NBA history. It's that, just basketball. That in the middle of the finals, before they before they lose, that everyone's like, yeah, I think LeBron might be leaving Cleveland soon. Right. Or, 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 or who else could they trade to make them better? In the middle of the finals. Yeah. Not like wait until right. after they lose. Yeah. Talk about excuses. this. Make, make excuses. Exactly. Like, oh, their team, Make excuses. They didn't Nick put Wright. Enough. Where's, where's Nick Wright been? They didn't put enough about him. <laughs> where the fuck <laughs> has he been? <laughs> they didn't put enough about him. What happened, Nick? He's been a little too quiet what these, happened? Last, these last, this last couple days. What happened, Nick? What's going on? Oh, it wasn't him. He averaged <laughs> a triple-double. Hashtag not my goat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what we got? Oh man! All right, Joel. Let's uh, let's wrap this one up. Let's get into uh, in case you missed it. The way we end every single podcast here at Causeway Street, we take a trip around the NBA, and Joel reads off a few headlines. Joel, what we got. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. The Celtics might trade. <laughs> <laughs> Markel Fultz worked out with the Lakers. Okay. Right. If you if you've seen the pictures floating around on social media, he looks like the most unhappiest person during these workouts with the Laker gear and everything like that. He looks fucking heated. Like, no, I don't even want to be here. He's like, I'm, I'm a Celtic. I'm not, I'm not okay. going number two. Okay. This even not, it, you know, thing. Magic Johnson's trying to like hype him up and like, hey, bro, bro, you're working out for the Lakers. He's like, I fuck the Lakers. He's like, I was just sitting on Bill Russell's car. <laughs> I want to be no, a Celtic. No, that was Red Arbeck. I mean, excuse me, Red Arbeck. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, oh, Red Arbeck's Mercedes with the Celtics fucking speaking of plates. the speaking of the draft. Did you guys see that Foot Locker Father's Day commercial with Lonzo Ball? Oh, my Ball? God. That, was That's so, pretty funny. that shit was funny. That's How funny. do you not love Lonzo a little bit after that? Come on now. Uh, I, I think he's still an asshole. He's going to be a bust in the NBA. But he's I mean, not an asshole. Was, his was father's funny. an asshole. Yes, yes. yes. But, but that's a great PR move, though. It's a great, it's great. PR move. It's a, yeah, he needs to separate. Though. He needs to separate. Yeah. So, he's, still, um, he's still going to be a bust, though. I think he just actually sucks well, as a basketball player. It's funny, it's funny you said that because prior reports. prior reports. He's actually a terrible human being. Prior reports reports to the faults working out with the Lakers. Yeah. Lakers weren't happy with with Ball's uh, workouts. No, he told he's, the guy they're he, saying like he's overweight. Yes, and he said yeah. to the guy, he's like, man, you guys really work out pretty hard in here, huh? <laughs> After he was like throwing up in a bucket in the corner, dude. The guys are like, uh, yeah, dude. it's the fucking NBA, it's bro. NBA, man. <laughs> Welcome. Saying that he he's overweight, um, which is weird. Conditioning conditioning overall was 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 awful, and it doesn't look like the Lakers are really high on Lonzo Ball. So my question to you guys, if Marco Fultz, let's say this because I know I don't want Ducha to get upset. Marco Fultz gets drafted by the Celtics. <laughs> Thanks for caring about my feelings. Who's number two if the Lakers don't get or don't, or don't want to bother with the ball family? Uh, <laughs> probably Tatum. Okay. I'll take Josh Jackson. Am I crazy in thinking that? I think Tatum might be better than Jackson. Yeah, me too. I like Tatum better than Jackson. Oh, it's not crazy. I think Jackson's a little... Jackson's Limited a little, offensively. Jackson, Jackson's he's a, a he's going to be a great defender, I think. I think he, Tatum, I think he's too raw. I think he reminds me yeah. a lot of Michael Kidd, Gilchrist, that type of like. Yeah, but that's the thing though. Between the two, right? And correct me if I'm wrong here, but Jackson's supposed to be the more NBA ready than Tatum, right? Hey, I think it's on a physical level though. Yeah, because I, uh, I look okay. at Josh Jackson, I think I think Draymond Green, honestly, that, really? that's the thing. Six eight, great body, strong. Can pass the ball well, can handle the ball well. But and does he have buck think... teeth, though? 
Okay. Nobody Does has he lift a, that leg, though? He has a kick people fantastic in the nuts. fro. Uh, fro I got to tell you something about Draymond's looks. Hold on. There's, I don't know. Oh, so my girlfriend watches The Bachelorette, right? And it's like the first black. Yeah, you watch it too, don't The first black Bachelorette, like whatever. And It only took, what, 10 years for that? Yeah. And, but there's mad, so there's mad like dudes like that are there that are black. And there's this one dude. He's like, couple, couple black dudes. There's this, there's this one dude. He's like, somewhere attractive. There's this, there's this one dude that just looks exactly like Draymond fucking Green, bro. Oh, yeah. Jesus. And like, he just, he like will walk in and he'll be like, hey guys. And I'm like, Yo, Draymond Green. What the fuck is doing on The Bachelor, man? I'm telling you, if you got to watch that shit. I mean, I, I don't really watch it. Uh, no, you watch it, man. You just put it out there. The girl can sort of get it, though. She can get it. Well, I'm sure she can, but you watch the Bachelorette. Do I? Yeah. <laughs> what just you, happened? Did you I just, say, you just did admitted I say that it. out loud? You just admitted to it. No, nah, man, you gotta watch this guy because he's mad cheesy too. He'll like sit there in the corner and be like, like just make a weird face, <laughs> like Dray, like Draymond Green. Draymond makes that noise, like Draymond Green on the bench, like. Grr. Grr. Yeah, man. I don't know. He's like, I didn't mean to kick him in the nuts, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. What else did we miss? I, I think that was one. What's the next one? Yeah, yeah. It's like a little mixture of one and two. Uh, in case you missed it, Kevin Durant. Okay. Wins his first MVP Got slapped the by finals. his mama Now that he's won his championship And he went to the fucking Golden State Does he now Not become Public enemy number one In the league <laughs> Real quick Did you guys see The Rihanna tweet No that was great <laughs> No he Yeah goes, The prostitute He goes yeah Winning. What the hell, bro? <laughs> Let me say it, man. You stepping on his jokes, bro? You just told You trying to no, step on my boy's jokes, just... man? <laughs> huh? Alright, whatever I guess you. I guess you guys saw it. Continue though. I haven't seen it. Oh, you Kevin, haven't seen it. You Kevin haven't seen Durant, it. Sean Durant. Kevin Durant winning. Arnold his, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Kevin Durant winning his first championship is like a virgin sleeping with a hooker. Nah, man. Lose, yeah, losing for You fucked it up. Oh, I did. <laughs> Kevin Durant winning his first championship with the Warriors is like a virgin having sex for the first time with a hooker. Yes. Gotcha. I like it. Yeah. Reason number five thousand. I, really I would rather marry Rihanna than Beyonce. There you go. Mm-hmm. That awesome. that witty humor, you know, just love it, <laughs> love it. So then, what do you there's, think? There's is so he, is he no more hate for Durant after this? No, Durant's gonna be Durant's gonna be hated. He's gonna be hated. He made that move until he leaves the Warriors. He's gonna be hated. No, nah, I don't agree with but that. You, Are you but, kidding me? LeBron, you, you LeBron got to... hate for like a year and a half after but, he went to Miami. Everyone forgot what he did. Oh, especially because they lost that. First and he year, became though. he became fucking the number one whatever like people the, will the, hate the most one of the most beloved athletes in all of sports people will hate even kevin with durant, the Miami Heat. people will hate kevin durant if this gets out of hand and they just win and they sweep and they win and they sweep and it gets out of hand and people will hate kevin durant but shouldn't this thing be taken agree. away a little bit because he won he performed not like lebron in the first year where he got shitted on by the by the mavericks and he didn't do anything it's one of the worst championship teams in the last like 20 years by the way the mavericks the 2011 mavericks yeah I mean, I hey, I like give him credit for knocking off the heat. We talk about that team but... a ton on this fucking podcast. Man. Well, make sure well, people well, don't forget yep, sure <laughs> that he lost forget. to that team. Right. <laughs> he lost to that team, and I don't think this Cavaliers team would have lost to that team. I think Durant is not as douchey as LeBron, and I think he's more humble, and he like he doesn't take for granted the moment. Yeah. Well, I think Durant. It's very hard to be more douchey than LeBron. So I don't. I, agree I don't with think you there, but I still, that, I don't think it's that hard. Well, I to think be more douchey than LeBron. I don't think it's that hard. Well, the thing about Durant, though, I feel Durant's like he a big douche. he doesn't he doesn't care as much as LeBron does when it comes to being liked. Yeah, right. LeBron cares a yeah, lot. LeBron, about being LeBron. Liked. I mean, Durant embraced that that villain role and was like, I don't give a shit. Right. I'm going to win this title and cash my checks. Fuck right. it. For LeBron or Durant? Durant. Durant. Right. Durant doesn't care about that being first. Healed. Do you remember that first? Like what? 
four months or whatever it was in the beginning of the season when he right, first right. when he was a Heat. Yeah, he was like was a five hundred like, team. He was like depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was five hundred twenty uh, five hundred teams. So this blew him out in the first meeting. Great game. <laughs> and, you got to start a team right now. You're taking Kevin Durant or LeBron James. And Le- LeBron took a while to get, to get used to that villain. KD. Role. Durant. KD right now. Yeah. Right now? Yeah, I take Durant. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. You would take LeBron? No. Coming down, awesome. popping threes. I never thought you guys would agree with me. Coming down, popping threes like that. Right. LeBron can't do that. Durant. Well, if Paul Durant. Pierce listens to this, he's smiling right now. Durant yeah. over, over LeBron. All right. Durant put that little, I mean, uh, Paul put that little nugget in everybody's head like, is Durant the best player in the world? Right? But I love how, how Paul <laughs> said it too, though, because he was like, well, he didn't say it right then and there, but he said it, I think it was on the jump. And he was like, look, that's going to be, that's eventually going to happen with whether it's next year or two years from now. I'm yeah. just the first one who said it. And it's like, it's well, true. this is, yeah, but no this one is, had, the, no one even thought to say that. Yeah, this is the first time where people are considering it. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's always interesting because when you, when you look back, when, when people, especially LeBron fans who are like, oh, he's been the best player in the league for, you know, X amount of years. And it's like, well, when did that happen though? People, you start thinking, yeah. When did that? When did that? When the change in the guard happen? When did that go from Kobe to to, mm-hmm. to LeBron? Yeah, it happens quick. And it happens quick. You it's, don't realize it. Like, no, I don't think no one expected LeBron in year fourteen to average a triple double in the fucking finals. Well, even in two thousand ten, <laughs> people, especially you know diehard Lakers fans, they were like, Kobe's still the best in this league. Yeah. When we knew eventually LeBron's gonna be the best player in this league, but that conversation never came up with Kevin Durant. You no. know, no one ever no. said that. Even he after, was always though, number two. He was always number two, and that was it. Right. Even when he made the decision to go to Golden State, no one said like, "Oh, he may be the best player in the league after this point." And then Paul Pierce says, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna happen. Yeah, we, this is inevitable. We all knew that, but no one said that before." Um, you know, one one other thing too Stop that pressing. I think you could see as uh, getting off to Kevin Durant versus LeBron James, since we all agree on that. But what is Clay Thompson's future in in Golden State? Is that Good is he going to be question. the piece that's going to be leaving? He's because fine. I mean, don't but I mean, like he's think about it. Like out. he's the odd man out. He's the odd man out. Like if they really wanted to, like you know, have some more cap space and some some type of flexibility. You mean because, you mean Javale McGee's not enough for you? I mean, yeah. If they want to <laughs> actually sign, like you know, Clay, they could get. You mean Zaza's not enough for you either? I don't know. Clay Thompson could be the guy that goes, and that's just someone to keep an eye on. Well, I mean, the Celtics, they can be knocking on that door all they want, but I don't, I don't see it happening within the next, I don't know, what, two more years probably? But oh, eventually think, it's going to happen. Yeah. I, all right, so then so the Durant Warriors and Curry have, have to sign this year. So the Warriors have how many years to stay like this? Two. What? I mean, to stay ma- dominant like this. To, to stay dominant or to stay with this core? To stay with this core. This core, I meant to say, yeah. Well, because, yeah, yeah Clay has what, be how, many, for a while. how many years on the deal? Two left. So I don't know if you want to if you want to if you want to Draymond's got two as well. And Steph, by the way, played the way he should have played the last two right. finals. Right. So you're Which gonna I, sign. I see that one coming. You're gonna sign Steph to a max deal. You're gonna sign well, Durant no, to a max deal. Reports out there that he's gonna make at least two hundred mil the next five years. Yes, that, that's, a, that's yes. a lot of money. It's a lot, and you know what? They have to do it. So that way, Clay's gonna be gone. I think there's not enough talk about how Clay's gonna be gone. And Durant's gonna take. "Quote unquote less money, so they can resign Iguodala as well." No, he's not. <laughs> Iguodala's gonna play till he's like forty-four. Seriously, <laughs> that's the only team he can play for, anyways. Where, where else? Where else can Iguodala play? The Celtics. Fucking come off the bench to score twenty points in the deciding game. No one saw that one coming. He had five dunks. Five dunks. He hasn't had five dunks all year. Five. <laughs> How many dunks he had? Five. Five. <laughs> five fucking dunks. Can't believe it. What the fuck? All right. What else we missed? All right. In case you missed it. Um, we brought up a little bit about the uh, 30 for 30 of a, uh, the Lakers and the Celtics rivalry from the 80s. I thought it was going to be about the whole rivalry, you know, throughout the last 40 years. Yeah, they left out a chapter. 
What's up with not talking about 2008 and 2010? It's fucked up. It's, what's, it's, what's, it's what it's about. It's I like, mean, you got three parts. Let's, let's make a fourth. Let's talk about what Danny H did and, and, and bringing the big three together. Yeah, I mean, that's with plenty final, of storylines there. Taking down, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant, Paul How, about, Gasol, how, how about when Kobe said he wanted to be traded? He asked to be traded right before right. the 2008 season. Right. And then they ended up trading Marcus Gasol for Paul Gasol. There's yeah. a lot of stuff there. A lot of stuff you could have worked with there. But you know what? Two that, finals in three years? I think eventually that's going to happen. It has to. It I mean, should have been three. It right? have been three, yeah. 2009. Like yeah. Mad, mad stuff to talk about. Oh, they, yeah, definitely. Sh- even if they didn't have Lakers their own episode, the, they could have had at least a half hour dedicated. Yeah, the Lakers just shadowed over fucking Orlando in 2009. That should have been another, that should have been part two of that rivalry. Well, yeah, that's what I was expecting. I was expecting like at least like, you know, the, the, the last half hour of the of part three just to, to talk about those two meetings. Ten second mention. And and talk about how, you know, Pierce and, and, and Kobe are done now and. You know, this new generation of, of Celtics and Lakers going to try to, you know, rebuild. You know, like I anticipated that because they said Celtics-Lakers rivalry. I thought right, it was going to be the entire. something in there. Right, there's a final chapter they left out. But, you know what, we'll, we'll see what 30 for 30 does because I'm sure it's going to happen sooner or later. They're going to have to talk about what Danny Ainge did in, in the rebuild and, and Kevin Garnett coming to Boston. What if I told you? <laughs> what if I told you that Donnie Wahlberg was not the first choice? No. What if I told you that <laughs> I could have gone, gone without him? No, no, no. I could have done without Ice Cube and Donnie Wahlberg. What's wrong with Ice Cube? It just was like I, I. First off, Ice Cube. Ice Cube still speaks like that, by the way. I know. Yeah, Donnie was like Donnie, forcing the Donnie was like Donnie, accent, man. Donnie hasn't said like wicked in like I didn't thirty need, years. I didn't it was need, time to pop. I didn't need Ice Cube to be the, the narrator. I didn't need Donnie Wah- Wahlberg to be the narrator. I thought it was stupid. It was time to potty. It was corny. It was God dumb. In style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then then Ice Cube's like, yeah. The only thing we cared about was keeping your ride clear and like. <laughs> And the beating the Lakers. And what, like, what, what cracked me up was when they were talking about like the sixties and seventies, and he's like, "And you know, we were mad because uh, you know Jerry West couldn't couldn't get over that hump." It's like, dude, you you weren't watching these games. You weren't alive. You, weren't <laughs> you were not born. You were either a toddler or not even. They should have just. Yet. They should have just had a regular fucking the thirty for thirty narrator just narrate the fucking shit, man. <laughs> it just was threw me off when I first listened yeah, to it. You know what? Like, it threw me I'm off. gonna have to listen to Ice Cube and Donnie Wahlberg for four hours, bro. Donnie, Donnie killed me more than Ice Cube, though. Donnie, I mean, was, oh, it, Donnie Ice Cube killed it for me. It threw me off. And at Donnie first. Wahlberg, I thought it was stupid. It threw me off at first, but then you get you got used to it. I don't know. Couldn't even get Mark. Go back to the pocket. I'm like, why? Why are you talking like that? You don't speak like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, can we get, you know, jo- Joel mentioned, it, like, can we get some Ben Affleck? I know, right? Can we get, you know. Can you some it? Casey? Who's Matt the, Damon? No. Who's the guy Matt from, Damon? Who's the Casey guy from uh, Rescue Me? The, um... Dennis Leary? Oh, Dennis, Dennis Leary. Leary. I would appreciate yeah. Dennis Leary. Yeah, Dennis Leary would have been, been good. Yeah, that's true. Fucking Bill Simmons. Fucking Bill Burr. Fuck it. <laughs> Bill Burr. <laughs> have Bill Burr do it. <laughs> that would have been funny. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> Bill Burr. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you guys watched it. F is for Family. Great show. You guys should watch it, man. Mm. It's on Netflix. Never seen it. Of course you haven't. Sorry. Just in case you missed it, it's brought to you by. I'm waiting for my royalty check. Oh, man. that's right, that's right. Sorry, he's on. He's on strike now. <laughs> Once, <but laughs> after Nick, after Nick told you he likes it, he's like, oh, it's like getting paid for this now. Yeah, I'm not saying this. Uh, that Nick, check's got to be coming through. Nick, I hear you coming down to Boston. I think yes, Sean's gonna pay you a visit at some point. <laughs> Meet me at the recording studio. Also, in case you missed it, man. Draft party, live broadcast. I know Sean's not pumped about it anymore, probably because I'm of the Markel Fall situation. But Hell yeah. We're going to be at the greatest bar, so you guys have to come down, uh, party with us, of course. Um, yeah, man, before and after, we have an autographed basketball from Isaiah Thomas that we're giving away, our grand prize. All you got to do is show up, sign up, and we'll be raffling it off. So, uh, yeah, come to the greatest bar. Second floor, Woo! live broadcast. 
everyone you're here tonight. She steps will be away there. from the garden. Yeah. We got Zach Pelican gonna be there, Joel, myself included, Sean. Come on down, meet us, shoot the shit with us. We got uh I'll buy Tile Town Ta- Apparel is gonna be uh giving away some shirts there, so you don't what up, miss Alan? that. Yeah, what up, Alan? It'll be good to catch up with Alan. I haven't seen Alan since what? Since the playoffs. The last playoff run. <laughs> Not even this 2016. one. Yeah. 2016 playoff. Yeah. I'm I'm so. amped, dude. I love doing the live shows. We mean some of the fans, listeners. I love I love the fact that Alan got uh Chuck to uh grab his sack in front of him and tell him to go suck on this. I don't know if you've seen that video. I have not. Yeah, he was calling out Chuck saying that, like, oh, my wife has more rings. Oh, than that you was do. him? That oh, was he him. did that? Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, well, how about you suck on this? And yeah. Alan was like, yeah! <laughs> I will! <laughs> <laughs> He's like, whip it out! <laughs> right now? Right here? Oh, let me get around. I'll be right over. At the garden? Yeah. <laughs> About the potty, God uh, style. God in style. <laughs> right on the parquet. Right on the parquet. Is that right, Donnie? <laughs> no, no, no. God in style. <laughs> oh, by the so way, yeah, check, pro- check us out, man. Come down to the to the greatest bar and I'm pumped, to the greatest bar and you know, greatest bar, dude. It's get right some beers, yeah. Grab some beers, kid. Get some buckets. Get some Miller Lights. Bucket some, of beers. Some 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 blue ribbon, kid. We good? Yeah, go. Word. I'm pumped, man. Me too. Isaiah Thomas signed this ball. It was him. I synced it. I did it. So we got plenty of prizes to give away. Pistons, Isaiah I signed Thomas the ball, or? guys. I signed the ball. <laughs> Just kidding. It's authenticated and everything. Okay. <laughs> so, so since Sean doesn't want to do the jingle, I still have to. CLNS. Oh, there you go. Make sure you download. the best. Make sure you download their mobile app. It sounds like another version. It sounds like you know we go to YouTube, you want to hear a new song, and they like make a new version of it for copyright reasons. It sounds like the new like water country song. You ever heard the new one? Oh, there's a new. It's a new one. It's like it's like a quick and weird. That's fucked up. Yeah. Well, the cards for kids is the newer version of that as well. Yeah. You don't fuck with a good radio jingle. You just don't. No. It's like it's like more quick. It's like water country, water country. No, it's not cool. It's like a little rock version. No. Don't do that. Don't do that. You stick with your C L N S. It's like dubstep version of a water country jingle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Ooh. it's like Duchess, it's like Duchess conspiracy like drop now the uh, the douche, 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 douche. Oh, yeah. oh my! I didn't come with a conspiracy. Yo, that fucking beat was in my head for like an hour after hearing that podcast, man. Oh man! So yeah, uh, make sure you download the C L N S radio mobile yes. app. And your Android and uh, iPhone. And that's it for In Case You Missed It. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there that listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. Hell yeah. Happy Father's Day. Of course, thank you for listening. And um, come down to the greatest. Come on. Right after work. Just come on down. Say what up to us. We'll be shit there. Shit the shit. And you can talk about the fucking uh, Donnie and his, uh, and his uh, whack accent. We can, we can talk about anything. Yeah. First round's on Most us. Death. First round's on us. And you know what? If you, if oh, you come, come, you're buying? Yeah. If you come up to me and say, you said first round's on us, which would obviously mean that you listened to this entire episode that you got to this point, I will buy you a beer. All right? The, the what first, if you have like a thousand people that come up to you? That's what I'm saying. The first, <laughs> the first group of 20 people come directly this to Sway. Sway's going to have drink tickets. He's just going to be <laughs> giving out. He's gonna, no, he's gonna. He's I gonna hope you paid off that Amex last week. I'm gonna have like, I'm gonna <laughs> have like little little Dixie cups. So I'm gonna be pouring yeah. <laughs> beer. In. Like here you go, guys. Split yeah. that one beer. Enjoy your warm course light. Else. <laughs> Zach, hey, wants to, Zach wants we'll, to. Get we'll, even, we'll even get you on here if you want. If you make good points and we're having a good conversation, we'll get you on the mic. Why not? Word. Mm. Zach, once again, uh, where can they no. find you on the interwebs? At OTW Sports Radio. Great conversation last night, actually, on Twitter. Mm. Believe it or not, after the uh, the whole entire. Possible trading of the first. I love, pick I love the up. retweets yeah, of, every, of everyone saying, Sean Duchy's going to 
Freak the fuck out. Yep. I think I held my cool. Yeah, on Twitter you did. Not on this podcast. Not on this podcast? <laughs> no, he wasn't as bad. Yeah, I thought you were going to be streaming. I, it hasn't uh, actually we, happened yet. Yeah, so when they make a trade on draft why. night, yeah. that's when we're going to uh, see. Then I'll lose it. You yeah, you're still, you're still you want to be there, be there live for that. Yeah. You're still calling you bullshit, You guys want to be there live for that. I'm still calling bullshit to this point, and I think it's stupid. So we'll see. <laughs> By the time this podcast goes up, it's probably going to be official. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, we'll here see. comes. What? He hits me? No. I'm just <laughs> 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 I just think that. Uh, and then it, just, it just pops up. What if I told you <laughs> <laughs> that the Celtics have traded away the number one pick? Uh, so, yeah. Meet us down at the greatest bar. Draft day. Thursday. Oh, I can't wait. What day is that? The 22nd? 22nd. 22nd. Thursday, Thursday. What time? 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. That's right. We need to tell the time. Six Boom shakalaka. Just, just come here. Just, just go there, okay? <laughs> go like 9 a.m. Just get 6 o'clock. No, no, yeah, yeah. 6 o'clock. We'll Knock be, on their door. We'll be there from 6 to 8 or, or whenever we feel like leaving, pretty much. Pretty much. The, the event will be from 6 to 8. Get yourself signed up. You can win that Isaiah Thomas ball. We'll give it away before the start of the draft. So And, and um, we'll be breaking down, down the first hour of the draft. So hopefully, you know, the Celtics don't make any draft day trades. Mm, at, least, at, least, at least bad ones. You're right. telling me, brah. Yeah, so come on down to the greatest bar, guys. Don't uh, don't forget, you know. I, I mean, if you're gonna go out anyways, why not go to the greatest bar? I mean, right by the garden. It is the right by bar. the action. Uh, plenty of stuff to do. Giveaways, t-shirts. You got uh, a chance to win a, a signed ball by Isaiah Thomas. Think about it, I man. If Isaiah Thomas becomes one day a Hall of Famer, you can have that ball and be Yo, that Nick, much more valuable. Nick coming down. Nick will be in the building. Nice. Nick will come down. He'll be El Capitan, CEO. Nick and I will be it's gonna uh, be awkward. Nick and I will be in and out of the garden. Just want to pay you. <laughs> no, he just goes. Really thought you were still gonna be black. <laughs> <laughs> still had that small hope that you were black uh, or some blacking. It's gonna be awkward. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. That's mad funny. I can't believe like, you had never told me that before. Because either. I wanted to get that raw reaction. Uh, I was. I almost did one time. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get Nick on the podcast. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get the so raw that's reaction. Been the whole time. Uh, the way he said it, he said like it was like a secret. I looked around. He was just like, Yo, I thought Sean was black. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's like, I couldn't stop laughing. He goes, oh, come on, man. Don't make fun of me. I'm like, no, it's just funny. I'm like, he's, he's not. He's like, come here. Like, why are you whispering? Shh, shh, shh. Sean, dude, you're black. <laughs> I think you put up that picture from uh, from our, from our, from our from last our live broadcast. Our yeah. live broadcast, yeah. Yeah, and um, he was Spoiled like, is that, that Sean? And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, I thought he was black. I was like, black. <laughs> God, he can't be on the show. Get him out of here. <laughs> nope. Get him the fuck out of here. So, yeah, come on down, see Sean, and see how he's not black. See how white I am. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on all social media accounts, Twitter. You don't want to miss it. Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook at Causeway Street. And uh, hit up causewaystreetblog.com for all your draft insight. Shall yeah, we say? We got, <laughs> we'll try to do a mock draft. We'll get a mock draft up there, and we'll also get some other uh, some pieces up. If you still haven't peeped Zach's, uh, I'm working on working on a few things. His piece on um, on the the cap like cap structure of the Celtics yeah. in the next year or two that the Celtics can build the next NBA super team. Hell yeah! Right. and that's it, guys. So, all right, see you guys on Thursday. Thursday guys. <laughs> see you guys then. Later. Bye.